0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 300 Part Podcast. This is a golf podcast where a Little White Ball is live. I'm your host, Scotty T, and I'm joined by my co host, KJ and T Bone. And we also have a very special guest. So last week, we announced that we have our very first sponsor and our first partner. And so for this episode, we are joined by Chris from ClubShare, Director of Operations and Strategy, Chris. How are you doing this lovely evening? Hey, doing great, guys. How are you? Man, we're doing great. Chris, we're really excited to get you on. You know, we talked a few weeks ago. Um, Club Share is now the first official sponsor of a Part Pod, which is awesome. Really exciting for us. We love Club Share. So we wanted to get you on to talk about your company and uh, what y'all are doing and how y'all are looking to grow in the marketplace here. And so it sounds like a pretty neat deal. So thanks a lot for coming on, man.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Scott. Thanks for having me. So, uh, Chris, just
0: want to start off early on, uh, or or give us the background, your background, and how
1: Clubshare uh, came to be. Sure. Yeah. So, so a little bit about the uh, the company. Basically, the idea kind of kind of came to to me and and the co-founder Morgan by by us traveling for work um, and really having a hard time, you know, finding finding some clubs to to rent and and get around in when, uh, you know, we're traveling for work. Um, basically, you know, ended up calling a bunch of, uh, a bunch of courses in, in the area and, you know, ended up playing with some, some really crappy clubs and, and paying, you know, 50, 60 bucks just to, just to rent these basically lost and found clubs. So what we wanted to do is, is build a platform for, uh, really, you know, traveling golfers or, people people new to the game and you know really try to bring that the cost of 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 renting clubs down um you know to to a more reasonable price maybe maybe get some new um people into the game with a with a lower barrier to entry and you know why not have people make money you know at the same time so you know our, our our motto is uh you know rent clubs save money and and share clubs make money so that's really what what really started it we've um, been working, you know, day and night over the past uh, several months um, to to really build a platform that that we're proud of and and, and to offer to our customers. Uh, you know, at the right now, we got seventy five over seventy five listings throughout the country. Our our biggest markets right now are Southern California, uh, Southern Florida, and Denver. And we're working on on building out some some inventory in the uh, Phoenix, Arizona area. So we've we've seen some some pretty great growth um, over the past couple months and we're really excited to to get this thing rolling and, and just trying to get our name out there and you know basically let everyone know that uh, that we're we're hitting the ground running and and trying to grow our our listings on our site
0: absolutely really uh- it, it, sounds, it sounds pretty cool because it's almost twofold. If you're looking, it makes a few extra bucks and you got some either your own personal sticks or sticks lying around in the garage, you can rent those out. And then also if you need clubs at any point, you can rent them or Absolutely. yeah, you can use them. So, Because uh, I know we were talking about it, uh, gosh, it must have been this time last year that uh, T-Bone was over in Hawaii oh, and nice. he was debating whether or not to bring the clubs or not. And so it sparked this really long discussion. And so yeah, that's interesting. Kind of sounds like a, that's a solution to those who maybe want to get in around, or maybe even just nine holes, but don't want to pay the traveling uh, fee to
1: bring the clubs. That's right. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're uh, we're not in Hawaii yet. But uh, <laughs> you know, any listeners out there in Hawaii, you know, be sure to sh- sure to look us up so we can help people out. But uh, that's right. yeah, I mean, that's really what sparked it. You know, I mean, you know, you get you don't want to pay the, the baggage fees to, to carry the clubs. And, um, you know, they're, they're, there's a couple other options out there, but they're just extremely expensive. And, and really, you know, it, it's, it's almost not worth it to a point to, to, to play nine holes and, and end up paying 60, 70 bucks to, to rent clubs. So, um, yeah, like, like I said, we're, we're really excited about what we're doing and uh, we're really excited about the growth that we've seen the past couple of months. So,
0: Chris, what's your background in golf, or what sparked your passion for the game?
1: Whew, uh, background in golf is 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 pretty short. Uh, I probably got into the game about I don't know. I'd say five years ago. I and I actually had a townhouse uh, right right along the golf course, so um, you know I'd sneak on uh, every couple <laughs> nights and and play a couple holes, and really caught the bug. My my roommate in in college was a uh, was on the golf team, so he he tried for Years to get me into the game. Um, I'm originally a hockey player, so kind of got the the Happy Gilmore story going on. There you go. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I I would say over the past three years, I really caught the bug, and um, you know, I, I try to get out obviously several times a year. But but when I play the most golf, like I said, is when I'm traveling. You know, don't have to worry about the kids or anything. So get out there while I'm traveling, and and I get to see some some pretty cool courses while I'm at it. So.
0: No, it's great. Uh, so you mentioned you're up kind of maybe northeastern or that at least that yep. part of the country. How's yep. the golf scene up there? I mean, because we're based in Houston. Right. Uh, I always joke that I don't think I could ever live up north because we get to play golf 365 days out of the year, weather permitting. So how's the golf scene?
1: Up yeah, up we up got there? a pretty short window up here. Uh, I would say it's uh, it's about four months, you know, from end of March really um, can maybe start getting on. But, but really it's uh, – it's April through uh, July is, is really our main season. August starts to get a little bit colder. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm from Pittsburgh. There's, there's a couple really nice courses up here. Um, but uh, unfortunately, most of, the, most of the nicer courses I've, I've played have been uh, on the road. So I've been down in Dallas a couple times. Uh, I've gone, gone on some really nice courses down there. Still, still got to get down to Houston, though, and, and uh, maybe get around it with you guys. Always
0: welcome. I, I think Kyle still plays about five times a week. Oh. The full time job, so that's
2: <laughs> he
0: shakes. We, we got a lot of
2: golf in this weekend. T Bone and I played thirty six yesterday. T Bone, how are you uh, feeling nice. today? And I know that was uh, a little rough. <laughs>
3: yeah, I'm a little tired, to say <laughs> yeah. the least. Um, yeah,
1: and that's another reason why why we started Club Share was you know it, you know sharing your clubs, especially for the guys that that get out there only. You know, a handful of times, two to three times a year. Um, I, I think it's a it's a great solution for for people like that. Just uh, you know, go out, have around with your buddies, have a couple beers after. Um, like I said, that's that's really our our uh, our niche market there.
3: Yeah, and I was going to say another thing I didn't even think about. I mean, I think all three of us have been playing golf most of our lives, and I don't know about you guys, but I have probably. Two or three sets just sitting in my garage, right
1: yep.
3: And I mean, those are not being used by anyone. I think of I wasn't even thinking about that as a possibility of you know loaning those out. I just think about all the golfers in the game because you know maybe they don't necessarily want to give up their clubs, but pretty much any golfer out there has at least one spare set. So, and they're I'm probably sure better than yeah. those.
2: Uh Standard stock Callaway Diablos that everybody yeah, has absolutely, yeah,
3: that's,
1: that's,
2: <laughs> that's got to be the lot. number one most rented out club ever.
3: Yep, graphite standard.
2: Oh man, Diablos just love hitting toe ropers with that thing in the just <laughs> <want to> see
1: <laughs> Yeah, see, and that's a, that's a really good point too. Um, Kind of, you know, just just thinking about our, our platform. So, you know, you mentioned <clears throat> golfers not maybe not wanting to run out their good set, but uh so clubshare actually every every rental done on the clubshare platform is covered. So, you know, we're we're really trying to make it as worry-free for both the uh both the the lister and the renter. Um, you know, if any damage comes through, you know, comes through and on the clubs, you know, that's all covered by us. So. Mm-hmm.
0: That's great. Yeah, I was about to ask what kind like are are people willing to give up even their own set or is it more of like hey, I just Maybe I've last year's sex because there's some people like, you know, get the new equipment every single year, it seems like, but uh, yeah. like, what kind of clubs are you generally seeing being, being
1: yeah, so, so, so we got a, a couple partnerships around the country. Like I said, our, our, in our main three markets, um, a lot of the, a lot of the clubs that are being listed are from, uh, club shacks, um, you know, that really their, their main business is, is club rentals. And uh, that's where we see a lot of them. Though we are starting to see a lot more, you know, personal sets being listed on the site, which is nice.
0: Definitely, definitely, yeah. I was up, I was up in the attic yesterday, and I found found the uh, the old set. I was like, woof I got to put those on Clubshare."
1: Lot lo- lo- <laughs> of memories with those, huh?
0: A lot of memories, good and bad. I would say it's definitely yeah. a double edged sword. It's like whenever I think I was talking about, well, because. Memorial park uh, just hosted the Houston open. And we're talking about, we, we all pretty much grew up playing there and it's, it's the public course that's in the middle of the city. And now mm-hmm. they renovated it and it can host the U S uh, or not the U S open, the uh, Houston open. Actually the, the, the U S women's opens coming to Houston in like two weeks. Nice. You really? get,
1: are they letting in, letting in fans for that or.
0: I don't know. We yeah. should look into that. Yeah. It's going to be at a course uh, called champions. Nice, yeah that's uh, a little on nice. the north side of Houston, and that's actually the club that Jackie Burke junior owns and runs uh Jackie Burke is the oldest living masters champion he's like ninety four years old
1: There's some trivia for you,
0: yeah, <laughs> he's the one who beat uh who beat Kim Venturi when venturi uh shot eighty on the last day mm. in like the fifties but yeah Jackie Burke he's like ninety four years old but still goes out to the club every single day and He's, it's one of those clubs where you have to still interview with him and talk with him right. if, you, if you want to get in. So that's, that's a fun fact. But all that to say is that there, there are good times and bad times out at Memorial Park. And whenever I see those sticks, it's like, woof! I remember some good times but also some bad times with it. So,
1: that's right. <laughs> yeah. hey, oh, We, we had the, uh, the U.S. Open up here, I want to say 2016 at Oakmont. And uh, I'll tell you what the the city's still buzzed with with Oakmont gear. I mean, you can find it every, anytime you go downtown. There's there's someone wearing uh, an Oakmont polo, so it's kind of funny, you know. Pittsburgh obviously isn't isn't known as a a golf golf town, but uh, I think if you were up here and you spent some time in the city, you'd probably think different.
0: Absolutely. So. Uh... What's kind of the vision, I guess, where do you all want to go with, with club share? Yeah. Cause you mentioned that big markets, I'm sure Texas is probably on your list as well at a place you want to go in. So, you know, definitely for our listenership and, you know, if you're looking to rent clubs or looking to make a few extra bucks, go go sign up for club share. So, uh, but yeah, what's kind of the vision in, for, for your organization?
1: Yeah, really uh, right now we're, we're really focused on, uh, on on building out our, the, the listings on the site um, and, and really trying to get, you know, users and, um, you know, trying to you know grow our grow our, our user base. I think we're we're at about a hundred uh, over a hundred uh, active members now. So um, we're definitely getting people people to the site and people signed up. Uh, now it's just a matter of, like I said, growing our inventory and and getting people out on the course. You know, obviously with, with COVID, a lot of uh, golf courses are are kind of weary about um, about renting out their their clubs. So um, you know, I think we're really trying to to like I said, you know, get get people on the on the platform and uh and, and get out get get out and golf. That's interesting. I hadn't really thought about that before. Yeah, that courses
0: might be a little bit more hesitant exactly. to rent out their own yep. set. So this is potentially a good opportunity then <laughs> for you right. to yeah, come it's,
1: in. It's a little unfortunate to say, but definitely definitely is.
0: Right. Cause um yeah it's I mean, cause we, we're talking about that and it makes, it makes sense. And, uh, you know, golf course or golf rounds are up this year. More That's people yep. are being exposed and playing golf. Cause either at least in early on in the summer and spring, people are going crazy at home and That's right. need to get outside, get some exercise, go play golf. I was joking back in May that I, that was the most I'd walked playing golf in such a long time. Cause I was like, I might as well go
1: get some exercise. Yeah, you got to give a lot of credit to to Top Golf too. I mean, I, I think they're really, at, you know, at the, the spearheading the the revitalization of golf and and just making it a more, um, you know, fun environment to, you know, one, you know, it's one thing to hit the driving range, but I think, you know, they're they're they deserve a lot of credit for getting more people out on the course too. Oh, I totally
0: agree. We had a golf writer on the show named Art Strickland. He's a friend of the show, and he was telling us that. Most people who've never played golf before go to Top golf, they're more, they're like 50% more likely to go out on the golf course in the first yep, two or three months after.
1: yep.
0: And that's, that's great. And even with this way, going out and renting clubs, because I feel like, I feel like money at least can be a bit of a turnoff for golf. Golf clubs are expensive. It's exactly, do, do you want to drop all that coin to go get a set? And so everybody got the club share. It's an nice. affordable way to go try it out and go right, hang simple, out with your buddies. Easy. Yeah, absolutely. And well, Chris, is there anything else that we need to hit on for club share or anything else that you would like to share?
1: No, I don't think so. I think we, we pretty much covered it. You know, obviously uh, um, you know, if, if, if any of the listeners out here are, are interested in, in signing up um, feel free to, and, and please do use the uh, the code three under par as um, in the referral section and you know, we'll get a, a t-shirt and hat combo out to you.
0: That sounds good. T-Bone is kind of our uh, fashion uh, hat guy too. He's the one who started off our first round of hats. So Gotcha. Uh, yeah, we'll
3: work we'll with have, on
1: we'll that. We'll have to get some hats to you guys then, and uh, we can have T-Bone rate them on the next show.
3: Absolutely. I'd love to. <laughs> it's also nice. It feels nice to have a promo code.
1: <laughs> yeah, right?
3: <laughs> yeah. We're making we're making big strides here,
0: <laughs> big time. We're moving up in the world. Well, Chris, I mean, we got a few few more minutes, or we got some time here. So, uh, I mean, let's just go ahead and keep keep the show going. If you want, we can yeah. talk. Uh, yeah, I'll stay on. Sounds good. Yeah, you know, DJ won the Masters. What would you think about DJ and his performance at Augusta?
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I guess dominant would probably be the the best word to to describe it from from my perspective. I mean, like I said, being being Pretty, pretty new to the game. Uh, relatively new, at least. Um, it, it's just amazing to to watch, you know, watch him go out there and, and and see what he does on a on a weekly basis. Just makes it look so easy. Yeah, That's I'll, I'll I tell think. you what. He's he's made me a lot of money too on uh, on DraftKings. So <laughs> so I, I got to thank him for that.
0: Absolutely. You know, one thing that we were t- we we're talking about last week, Chris, was. Uh, well, one of our, it, it's been a light week in golf. You know, Robert Shrev won the RSN Open this week. Kevin Kisner, we're friends or we're, we're not friends. We're, for, we're, <laughs> fans of Kevin Kisner on the pod. He's more of a foreplay guy himself, but I mean, he's just one of the, ever, ever since the, the say no hobby story kind of came out like his, he's, he's one of the boys. So <laughs> definitely written for kids. I think Shrev is like that weird finish. It's like a really like vertical finish on there, but pretty cool stuff. So this is kind of more of a golf gossipy week, I feel like. Uh, that's one of our segments we like to do on the show. Like last year was like a gift from the gods with Matt Kuchar with the golf gossip and just being a stingy <laughs> bastard pretty much. But, <laughs> but I feel like there's some good golf gossip this week. A uh, couple of things that came out. T-Bone, uh, I know this is your segment. I don't want to hijack it too much. But first off, Tiger Woods. He's playing with his son, Charlie, in an event. And that just took social media by storm. T-Bone, I'm going to throw it to you first. What do you think about that, man?
3: Uh, I'm pretty pumped. I'm, I'm honestly just as pumped to watch John Daly and uh, <laughs> Little John tee it up as well. Because uh, Little John just committed to Arkansas and has some serious game. So that'll be cool to watch them go at it. Um, I do – we talked about this earlier a few months ago for Charlie. I mean, the pressure on that kid for a eight year old, I mean, it is, that is a tough, tough scene for that kid with his golf career, no matter how good he is. I mean, it's just going to be a tough act to follow, (laughs) but overall I am extremely excited to watch Tiger Charlie tee it up in this event. KJ, do you
0: think little John is still little? Cause it sounds like he might no. be a big boy. Like uh, he, he, like, he, yeah, he was little. never a little
2: there's videos of him hitting golf balls, at like four or five. And he probably weighed as much as I do.
3: <laughs> well, that's not saying a whole lot,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I watched, I watched tiger and his son hit some golf balls and it looks so damn similar. His golf swing is so pure already. Like it's just phenomenal. Sounds yeah, like me. I mean, he's walking in Tiger's <laughs> footsteps, but this kid is going to be a stud. He already is a stud. I'm excited to see what – like, that's coming from, like, two different types of golfers, I think, little John and him. You know, probably a little more structure in the Woods <laughs> household than the Daly household, I would assume. <laughs> um, uh, even, no, even with Tiger's past. So uh, yeah. it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see those uh, those two, how they kind of – take different avenues to the golf course and see how they play in that tournament. Do you remember, I think it was at the U S open last year, the
0: the tennis U S open when tiger, I think was watching Roger Federer and they both like fist pump at Did the, the same fist time. Pump, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. The, yeah. Can you imagine if they both fist pump again? Like that
3: would, <laughs> I think the internet might break.
2: That's just oh, There's going to be, there's going to be so many videos of his son fist fist pumps. Like it's going to be for sure. It's going to be.
3: A so rare. I, I just thought about this. Are they both going to wear black and red?
2: You, they have to, yeah, right? Yeah, I, I would assume so. It's
0: going to be
1: oh. like that picture of them
2: hugging at the Masters all
3: around.
1: <laughs> well, let's
0: say in the Masters, the awesome. entire Tiger Woods camp was wearing red and black.
3: <laughs> Gosh. Yep. Uh, continuing on Tiger, I think we briefly talked about this a few episodes ago, but there's been a, a preview for the HBO special on Tiger. I don't um, know if we. Ta- I think we talked
0: offline about that.
3: Okay if anyone hasn't seen the trailer yet, please go watch it. It's a two part documentary coming out in january and I based off of the preview, it does not look like they're holding anything back I mean it's his childhood it's crashed escalades it's
2: so a good it kind of brings up a good good question there it's a two part series or two part deal right so, where in his timeline would you uh, cut that first episode?
3: Oh, I don't know. Chris I think you cut be- it at the. Damn, that is a good question.
2: Because you can't just you can't just you know he was doing all that stuff before he got into big trouble. <laughs> you can't just cut it right before right. the collapse of tigers, like. Run! I mean, talk about a cliffhanger, though. Yeah, it's like all of a sudden you, it's
0: the, they'll do like an overlay or like a sound overlay of him like crashing the car and then
2: next on next episode that was, Cause then, then that second part's just going to be the climb back and the masters win,
1: Right. There's so a whole the, lot going on before idea. that. You might have a future in a, uh, in movie producing Scott. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, I've put together like five YouTube videos now. So I feel like a pro. Yeah. Nailing, <laughs> it, <so it's- laughs> Nailing it. But Gosh, I don't know. It's got to be I've, that because even after that, there's still so much stuff that happened. Like Tiger he, losing to Ye Yang, that happened after uh, the crash. But then all this back surgeries, knee problems. I think
3: you cut it off wise. at the. I, I think you cut it off at the Tory uh, Tory Pines U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. That was kind of there was a lot that happened before the next time he teed it up. I don't know. That just seems like a good stopping point.
2: So you think it's going to be a rise and then the second one's going to be a fall and another <laughs> rise? <laughs> yeah. Or do you think they'll just cut mid-scene, Elon with a nine iron at his back window?
3: <laughs> Undisclosed footage, never before seen.
2: Gosh, I tell you what, I'm really interested to see what
0: uh, they do on his growing up. Because his his father was such an influential figure in his life, for better or for worse sometimes. I mean, there's a, there's a reason why Tiger was very... Uh, promiscuous in his younger years because he got that from his dad so that's um i yeah i don't know and would be and tiger still really protective of his dad like i've heard that just through the grapevine writers and whatnot that so that's why i'm curious what hbo does here because golf channel has done some documentaries beforehand and they've been good they've been fine like whenever they did like the return of the roar when tiger won the tour championship and it was just more of a timeline so i'm really curious to see if how much access Tiger's willing to give HBO? Because I feel like he likes to control the narrative as much as he
3: can. I don't think he's controlling this one. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, when you have a crashed Escalade in the preview, it's not—it's not, it's not going to be good. <laughs> put that in the preview. Yeah. So. Yikes. It's going to be good. It's going to be good.
0: Mm. you mentioned that Charlie Woods has like all the pressure in the world on him, which I agree. But my question is. Do you think there's more pressure on Charlie or Dustin Johnson being married to Paulina or dating, whatever they are, <laughs> considering his father-in-law is the great one, that knowing you'll probably never measure up to your father-in-law, what's more pressure, do you think? Chris, Chris, you're a big hockey guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one. I, I'd have to give it to, to Tiger though. I mean, you're, you're talking about the, the, really the, I mean, really the greatest of all time at, at golf versus the, the, the goat of hockey. So the great uh, one, that's right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'd say there's more pressure on, 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 you know, the, the Woods clan right now. Just, just, uh, you know, looking forward to, to Tiger, Tiger team it up.
3: I can't wait. Yeah. Just- I was just going to say, also, I mean, DJ's pretty proven at this point. He just won the Masters. Charlie's eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> He's already winning club championships
2: by like nine strokes, though. Uh, yeah. That's true. Gosh.
0: So there's another match, I guess, that's coming up. It turns out this Friday, it was announced, I think, today. Uh, you know, I think people need to stop labeling things the match, personally. That's my two cents, because the original match – uh, was, uh, gosh, who was it? Ben Hog Hogan, Nelson, Ken Venturi, and some other guy, Harry, Harry Ward. I think. Uh, I don't know if you've ever read that book by uh, the guy who wrote the greatest the greatest game ever played. I can't remember the name, but it, so that was the original match. And then you had the Tiger Phil match. And then they had the match two point Then you throw in, it, it works especially with Peyton and Tom Brady. So there's another match, the label link at the match 3.0. We're going to have no Tiger Woods this time, but it's going to be Phil Mickelson and Steph Curry and Peyton Manning and
1: who else? Charles
3: Barkley. Barkley, How did you forget Barkley? I say Barkley?
2: (laughs) Oh, man. Man,
0: I
3: kind of laid
2: an egg on that one. I think Phil, as much as he is, like, on Instagram and taking shots, him playing with Barkley, Barkley mic'd up, is gonna be an absolute just like it's gonna be hilarious. I'll tell you I can't what, wait I can't wait to see that big old hitch in a swing. It's just that, cringeworthy, but you just can't about, stop watching.
1: That's what I love the most about these matches is, is 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 the guys being mic'd up. I mean, like I say, coming from coming from a guy that, that didn't really follow golf growing up and, you know, having the the stigma, you know, the the quiet, quiet police signs. Um, that, that's been my favorite part of, of watching these is, is the guys mic'd up and, and you know, just, just acting like normal dudes and not, you know, unreal golf players. So You'd fit in
2: great with my crowd. Yeah. There's, there's no such thing as quiet anywhere. <laughs> just jamming music, drinking exactly. beer, having a good time. We may or may not have gotten kicked off the course yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll either
0: confirm or deny that. But anyway, yeah, no, that, that's interesting. Gosh, I mean, Charles Barkley, he's such like a TV personality anyway. I mean, obviously with his NBA show, he's – I mean, even going back to his playing days. Okay, so he did the Hank Haney show back in the day, right, when Hank Haney was the golf fixer yeah. guy. Did that work? I don't think it did. No,
2: because he still had that hitch afterwards.
0: Oh.
3: KJ, so he, go ahead. I was going to say he used to be a good golfer. He used no to way. shoot in the 80s, yeah. Wow. Is, is that during something the straight project, from his, his mouth? No, or? during the Haney yeah. project, because I remember watching that show, and they showed old clips of him in, like, the 90s, and his swing looks totally fine. No hitch, no nothing, and then just something sparked, and he had the hitch ever since. So, I mean, it is – Talk about a mental midget. It is. With that right it, with –
0: <laughs> Being a, I mean, we know golf is such a mental game, but what what happened to f you up that badly? it's, it's, a, it's like you go after it, and I, just,
3: I don't know. Probably losing millions of dollars gambling, but <laughs> but hey, that never <laughs> happened to, to, happen that happen to that, happen that happen never happened happen to, happen happen. to John Daly, so or Who Michael knows? Jordan. Yeah, that's true.
0: Or my, I I think Michael Jordan has gambled more on the golf course than maybe anybody
2: ever. That's what I would think, but
0: man. Hey.
1: KJ what's your uh, what are your tunes of choice on the course
2: Oh man um you can usually tell my BAC by the type of music I'm playing um usually starts out with some you know some good Texas country and then it might turn into you know a little little old school rock maybe a little AC/DC a little thunderstruck yeah. action and then you get everything from like 2000s pop music (laughs) and like nelly radio and then new age rap blaring everybody's looking type stuff you know just some outlandish stuff towards the end of every round usually so i i I try to touch
3: all bases so i rode in a golf cart with kj yesterday for eight hours or so (laughs) and i don't want to throw you under the bus but i have to um i think you might be one of five people left in the world who are still using Pandora as their music streaming service. <laughs> I got check Pandora. Well, one, I don't know how to
2: log into it and I pay, I'm paying for it so I don't have commercials. So it works just fine. But I don't know how to log into it to change anything. Um, if I do it from my phone, I have to use my face because I don't know the, the actual password.
3: Hmm so just wanted to throw that out there
1: yeah chris chris how about you 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 done yeah i I mean pretty pretty similar to kj i i I throw on some some 80s rock so so we got that going and then like like he said you know the the more the more booze i get in me the the newer the tunes are and and the more explicit the lyrics get so (laughs) exactly right
0: (laughs) you know it's really bad whenever he turns on like some really raunchy texas country music too like there's a few of those all right yeah kj knows what i'm talking about is that <laughs> that's when it's like all right we might need a few more ouchies and then
2: we are good to go we are done we ran him out of crown we completely ran the entire country club out of crown yesterday
1: that's, impressive. I drop that's a crown i
2: go in there he's like <laughs> yeah i can make you one i was like okay he's like this is all we have left in the, in the entire property i was like okay load her up it's good living Good living.
0: Uh, one more thing I wanted to end on, I guess on a completely different note, I think it's also worth mentioning that Camilo Bajegas finished top 10 this week. It's his sixth PJ tour start since his uh, young daughter tragically passed away. And uh, it was, he was able, he saw a rainbow and that reminded him of his daughter this week. And he played lights out. Camilo Vijagas. He's one of those guys I think everybody roots for on the PGA tour. So uh, just want to give big shouts to him and to the Vijegas family. So uh, wishing and praying for nothing good things for the Vajegas family. Uh, We got about five minutes left here. So Chris, I think this might be a good time to wrap it up. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on. This has been a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, no, thanks for having me guys. Uh, Hopefully we can do this again sometime. I had uh, a lot of fun here today. Absolutely. Always welcome to come on. Uh, Dude. kind of like we say shoot the shit about golf that's
0: what we do we play golf all the time anyway so that's why we started this podcast because we just want to throw our thoughts out on the internet and hopefully some people and hopefully people will listen to it so uh but we're really proud and excited to partner with Clubshare. and uh again for those who are interested in either renting a set or renting out some of their clubs where should they go
1: yeah Clubshare.com. uh from there, you'll be able to, to sign up for your uh, sign up for an account, and Like I said before, use that, use that uh, promo code 300 par and we'll get you a, a, a hat and t-shirt. Three under par. Use it. I'm going to use it.
0: So you should use it too. But uh, no, that's great. Thanks so much, Chris, for coming on. Everybody go, ch- go check out club share. I think it's a really cool thing, especially for those who are traveling on the road, or if you're just maybe want to get introduced to the game, go to top golf for the first time ever or something like that. You can, Go, uh, go use Club Share. So uh, for all of us here at 300 Par, thank you, Chris, for coming on. You can follow us on our social media channels at 300 Par Pod. That is the number three 300 Par Pod Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe, rate, and review. Give us those five stars on Apple Podcasts and then write us a review. Tell us what you like about the show. Reach out to Chris. Again, go check out Club Share. Use that promo code 300 Par and we'll get you hooked up here. So uh, thanks again, Chris, for coming on. We appreciate it. I'm Scott from 300 Par. And Chris from Club
2: Share And remember, little white ball is life.